Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of Mid-Flight Brawl, of course, is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal. Heaps Normal yes. are bringing the pod to you, legends. They just won, didn't they, Heggy? Best known low beer for Australia at the World Beer Awards. Absolutely, and even better, they just sent me a new hat and stubby cooler. <laughs> hat rides quite high on the skull, as is the uh, trend at the moment I've seen out in the real world. Plus, I've got some beers in the mail. I enjoyed that immensely. Oh, how good. And, uh, so Too many for me. I hit a four-pack somewhere in the eastern suburbs, so fill your boots, everyone. <laughs> and I've been I'll ordering slabs week. at a clip. Get on there, heapsnormal.com. Use duty-free uh, at checkout for free shipping around Australia. Our postie is a bit of a cunt, and um, he cracks the shits because it's all sort of on-curb parking. Nobody's got driveways in my street, so everyone's up on the curb. And he wouldn't drop people's mail off for ages because he doesn't want to get off his bike. So now I just try and fill that big fucking yellow pouch at the front of his bike. I want it chock a block with heaps normal every time he has to come down my street. <laughs> Great. I mean, I, I wasn't home for mine. I assume it came in a van, but you're in Melbourne. That The postman has to deliver actual cartons of beer on a motorbike. Brilliant. Yeah, they probably probably still do it on uh, one of those like rickshaw and some cunt will be on a fucking penny farthing. It's Melbourne. <laughs> you know how we operate down here. Forget heapsnormal.com. Use duty free at checkout. They'll give you free shipping all around Oz. And thanks for everyone who's been bloody getting stuck into them. We do appreciate it. And they are bloody, they're tasty. I'm having one right now. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees, and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free, and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that's not in the Where the fuck is this talking to me? I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And... I'm Luke Heggie. How you going down there, mate? Man, You're just good. fucking another day, another 30 cents. Um, yeah. Eat, fucking eat, sleep, repeat. <laughs> eat, sleep, watch a news conference, yell cunt at the TV screen, repeat. Ah, eat, pray, sleep. Good for you. Um, <laughs> what are you up to? How Sydney? Oh, that's sort of, yeah, light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, it's in New South Wales. We've got... Well, booting through vaccinations up here, obviously. We've got so much fucking Pfizer. I've been, we've been dumping it in the river. Hopefully <laughs> some will make its way down the Murray-Darling Basin. You lot will get some, some fucking piped down. About <laughs> how things are unfair. So, some fucking kids on schoolies on a rope swing are going to come out in the river and <laughs> just land on the fucking 15 Pfizer jabs. 
Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about logs underneath the, the brown surface. <laughs> for, yeah, we'll chuck, chuck, we chuck syringes in there as well, preloaded, ready to go. So they'll be floating down soon enough and you'll get your fill. You'll open up oh, after us even though we started it. Well, we did find out, unfortunately, the Great Australian Podcast Festival has been postponed. Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? Oh, yeah. When's that then? That's going to be well, February or something along those lines, I believe. It was uh, It was meant to be November here in Melbourne, but uh, I think we just had 400-odd cases today and uh, they shit the bed when there's three. So I can't see us being allowed to fill a little tent in the Palais Theatre car park just yet. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it's coming though. Like it's it'll be, I don't know, by the time this comes out, it's probably uh, probably uh, who knows? one or two days closer than we are now. So Mate, take I'll, it easy, everyone. Well, so I've got to respect the positive, even though I do not like the Liberals, the positive can-do attitude of Gladys just trying to get down to a cheeky 1,100 a day so he can yeah. open up again. <laughs> oh, we're nearly there. It's plateaued I, at about 1,200. I, I am trying to bet with uh, our mate Bart Freebet what day now that it crosses that Victoria just overtakes New South Wales. Yeah. And uh, soon, I reckon, probably by next and you, Tuesday. you people have to stop thumbing your fucking noses at us. <laughs> Let it anyway, be. How's your, how's your weekend, mate? What would you do for September 11? Uh, I sent Daniel Sloss a birthday message because I never forget. I never forget his birthday because it is September 11. Um, yeah. What else did I do? Yeah, I watched a bit of Team America, got fired up. Oh, yeah. Yourself? Oh, we didn't do much. I mean, the day itself is more for the kids. We we give each other presents the night before, <laughs> traditionally. <laughs> Couldn't do too much this year. <laughs> Party was called off, obviously. <laughs> a little little That's box cutter figurine for the September 11 memorial tree. Yeah, yeah, special <laughs> limited edition Jenga packs in, in everyone's uh, lolly bag. And when you get up to That's go for a swim that morning, you go, hey, kids, let's roll. Yeah, everyone has a everyone has a chuckle. Oh uh, yeah, no, not much really. This year's a bit of a washout. Um, anyway, back next year in uh, full flight with yeah, any luck. Nobody's really caring about it too much now, are they? It's a shame. Everyone forgot. For a thing well, to never years. forget, I reckon by thirty years. Who knows? Big specials out on TV though. Twenty year things. People have been oh, gearing yeah. up that. For that, for the last five years, yeah. So, uh, shows how sort of um, how, how set in our ways. Like twenty years is a big one, not twenty one, not twenty twenty five would be a big one. Twenty five year anniversary, that sort of thing. We're very um, OCD in our thought processes of of what you celebrate when and how many years. Pretty good. The celebrates also a bit of a stretch there when it comes to nine. Well, <laughs> Some people are. Um, <laughs> Yeah, group. A new political party have just uh, they've gotten back in over in Afghanistan. I reckon that'd be pretty stoked. Yeah, that'd be all right. I tell you what, you'd pick up some votes if you if you started a new political party. It was just called Never Forget. That'd be a good. That'd be a good start. That would be good marketing. Man, I do love the ones that when you go to vote, and they're not even like it's out. You know, you've got Greens, Labor, Liberal, One Nation, United Australia Party, but then there's some. Australian Sex Party, but beyond, even beyond that, you go, what are they? Yeah. What are they doing? Just cashing in. It seems like a big cash grab. You don't know what's in it for them. Like there's one, yeah, there's always one cash. down the bottom. It's just like John Davidson or something. It's just some bloke. 
chucked himself on there, wheelbarrows and hunting or something. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But surely there's money. You must, if you get on that, if you get on that thing, you must get a bit of coin. Or is it just I a lunatic? Know. I think it's just to get on that A2 sheet of paper, blow it up, put it on the wall. <laughs> you know, I once ran against Scott Morrison. Good for me. Makes you think, doesn't it? I'm a, I'm a, I'm an exclusively in advance voter too. You go up to the council chambers, you never have to line up. Just go up two weeks earlier. Oh, hey, I'm here. Oh, yeah, that's all the. Nobody waits till the actual day. That's fucking crazy. Oh, I think you find a lot like of people going, do. That's like going shopping on Christmas Eve. Waste the time. Yeah, sheeple. Do it on Get Boxing that. Day for the next year. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do this year on on Christmas Day. Go, oh fuck, got a runny nose. Sorry, guys, can't come to Christmas. Better get tested. Keep everyone safe. And they just go and do all the shopping mm. next day. Meet them at Boxing Day. Lunch. For sure, I got oh, a bloody it's... really cheap tree. Once I had to keep it alive <laughs> for a year. That's that's where they get you. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it alive for another 364 days. Yeah, that's the hard part. <laughs> You think you got a bargain. <laughs> and you experience some serious post-purchase dissonance on the 27th. <laughs> Shall we get stuck into the F? Yes, let's oh, do it. Yeah. We made it Oh, mate. to uh, episode 79. And, oh, it's a big one. Uh, a man, a hero of his times by the name of Leroy Highland. <laughs> yes. And we're talking about October 9, 2018. And... Uh, it's, uh, it's just a classic Paddy living in Sydney, Leroy, on a temporary work visa in Australia. Needs a break somehow, a bit of R&R from that. So he's <laughs> well, from getting headlocked outside of Scruffy Murphy's and a yeah. <laughs> plastic Guinness, dumped at Guinness pint yeah. coming across the nose. <laughs> it's all a bit too much for old Leroy. Yeah. Put the feet Crip up. neck in the shore break at, at Coogee and then uh, – <laughs> Ten points a night at the CBH. Hard work. So he's what he's done. He's flown to LA to unwind by uh, by watching a fight, a live fight. It wasn't any uh, fight though. And he didn't fly to LA. He flew to the oh Hyde yeah, the original fights. LA, and then yeah, went to <laughs> LV. Las Vegas, obviously. Yeah. Las Vegas, Nevada. But, uh, that fight involved Russian ballet dancer Khabib Nuriev. <laughs> no, Nurmagomedov. Good try. Yep. And um, and your best mate, mentor, and hero, of course, Woo! the notorious Conor McGregor. It all started with the. I don't know if you know uh, Heggy. This fight started. Khabib approached uh, Heggy. Uh, Heggy Conor's teammate Adam Loboff and open hand slapped him. And, what just uh, on the, in a car park or something? I forget where it was. It might have been backstage at another fight thing, and he's just open palm slapped him for talking shit about him. And McGregor saw the footage, was in Dublin. This Khabib was in New York with Artem. And uh, McGregor has rounded up a group of his mates and they have hired a private jet, just oh, spur of yeah. the moment, flew over and approached Khabib um, as he was on a bus at a venue. He was on a yeah, bus with other UFC fighters. Oh, this is what happened. That's McGregor. Oh, throwing a dolly at the bus. Yeah. What the fuck, you fucking pussy? 
Yeah. McGregor yelling, smash the windows at the area at the end. He already did. He threw a dolly at the bus that had other UFC fighters on it. And uh, what I love about that, say what you will, fuck, private jets must be nice because that's like a seven-hour flight, Dublin to New mm. York, and he looks fresh. Yeah. <laughs> you get I'd a need a lie down that. after that. He's gone private jet, airport, straight to where the bus is and started throwing dollies. Hasn't even had a stretch. I reckon Whoa. he may have had some other help. Not insinuating Whoa. anything, but it looked like McGregor Whoa. may have been under the influence uh, of some other things. Yeah, I, think, I think you're speaking from the experience of someone who sits in in like crowded planes. If you're on the, in my experience, if you're on the Low Leader Express, for example, uh, when you get to the other end, you feel quite good. <laughs> no need to have a Heaps lie down first. From what I've seen, <laughs> no. I've uh, already had a lie down, and maybe, the rest. Uh, the press conference, though, some some good banter. This is where Conor McGregor is just drinking his own whiskey a few days before a fight. Uh, I'm come here for smash this guy. I don't smash me, talk. mate. I, smash I, me. I don't wanna, I yeah, don't smash talk. me. I can smash you say you. send your lo- send location. Here he is right here in front of you. I'm right in front of you. I think it's going to be a long night for him. Right. It's going to be a long night ah, for yes. him. He oh, knows Lord, this. save me that He knows this. <laughs> just drinking his own whiskey. At this stage, at the like event, back pretty much 100% to his pikey roots of catching a plane somewhere to throw a trolley through a bus, <laughs> then run around saying smash everyone. Still at least two calendar years away from not being your number one hero in the world. Yeah, or is he I, I still, still, he's still no, up no, there? No, 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 he not tr- a fan anymore. We'll have to do a land right. larrikins on him soon because he fell apart. Just this week, he was at, uh, he was at the MTV VMAs in New York. Um, What's a, a VMA? The Video Music Awards, and he threw. Was oh, he a rapper of, now? No, he threw a cup of his whiskey at a at a rapper, a white one. Oh. He's not that confident with his fighting ability, but um, <laughs> he's <laughs> he's kicked off there. But uh, at this press conference, it turns out it was Khabib's birthday. Khabib Nurmagomedov, devout uh, Chechen Muslim. You know, it's showing the bus's birthday. I, I, I'm not. He calls him shit on the bus. I'm not. And when I go to the cage, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go like my last fight. Happy birthday! I don't drink. Why don't you drink? I don't drink. Why don't you drink? I never drink. I'll tell you some booze at parties. I never drink. You're mad backwards, cunt. You're dead when I get my hands on you. You hear me? I never drink. You're fucking dead. So he handled that well. The Muslim bloke, weirdly enough, did not want. Proper 12 whiskey. Um, no. And that has upset McGregor. But it all culminated in this. And I reckon this is where Leroy has come unstuck. McGregor, a lot of talk, but push comes to shove. Oh, no. Nope, it's on the chin. Oh. Khabib just choked out McGregor. Yeah. Oh, no. Then jumped into the crowd. And then Khabib's own teammates have started bashing Connor in the ring. It was bloody quite a day. Was McGregor on the ground? They just gave him more of a touch-up. No, no, no. He was. Uh, somebody hit him from behind, and McGregor actually defended got himself up, fairly well. Him. Yeah. Oh, Didn't right. win the first well, fight, got, the main one. Yeah. The second one, he the actual pretty well. He got fucking toweled up. The yeah. method listed, from what I saw, is neck crank. Yeah, it's when, the, it's when the arm's not quite across the throat for it to be considered a choke. So you're just trying to pop the head off. Um, and as much pain yeah. as McGregor was in that day, not as much as when I got home 
to my beautiful wife and uh, one-week-old son, completely maggot, and try to give him a bath. The rinsing down I got, I would have much rather have been Conor McGregor yeah. in that octagon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if your celebrations were exactly like Leroy's, but I saw a photo Probably. of Leroy and he's, he's one of those, <laughs> I don't know, he's one of those clean-cut rugby-looking ones that you see from oh. Ireland every now and then with the with the rosy cheeks. You know how that, you know those those boys have the they've been out in the wind or something. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, he's still got that thick green blood full of booze pulsing through his fucking veins. So don't worry about that. You can't escape that. But he could he could he could nearly not be Irish. But then I copped a photo of him on a on the bow of a yacht in Sydney Harbour, dressed head to toe in white, and it was mm. a bit windy. <laughs> So his hair has just defaulted back to Irish. Like a, you know, those teenage boys who don't know what, what's that? Do you mean just brushed forward like a yeah. almost buzz It cut? just goes back to its natural <laughs> thing. Like, you know, those teenage boys who don't know what to do with a clump of hair. They've got that. Yeah. A lot of Irish have that their whole yeah. life until they go bald <laughs> slash dead. Um, so he's, he's gone to the. <laughs> It is a race there in Ireland. What will get you first? Oh, yeah. The receding yeah. hairline or the Grim Reaper? Well, there'd be more hair in <laughs> Irish coffins, I reckon, than nearly, I haven't done the stats, but then nearly any other country. <laughs> All their skeletons have, have a full head of hair. Um, so he's gone to the cage fighting in LA, yeah. right? I know all sports will take anyone to fan because yeah. cash is cash. But I just I love that working class sports attract such a lot of posh people now. Mm. Like as a concept, cage fight it's not that far removed from cockfighting. Like the upper classes just jeering at the dirty little carny thugs baying for blood. You see, boxing's worse for this, but you see the upper classes paying top dollar for ringside seats so they can get blood spatter on their fur coats. Fucking maybe they should leave the working classes alone and stick to dressage and fencing and polo and shit. A lot of the yeah. time it's just Rich people trying to claim they have an affinity with the very people that disgust them. Mate, I don't. I think we may have mentioned this in an earlier ep, but I got I filmed that thing for a UFC that was in Melbourne at a Marvel Stadium. Is that where you're taking to- your dax off? Did you have to go get around your undies or something? What are you doing? No, that was no. strippers or something, wasn't it? Yeah, that was in Vegas. That was a thing for oh, Virgin. No, this thing for the this thing for the UFC. They gave us cage side seats, so I got to bring a few mates. And uh, yeah. we're, we're next to the CEO of Air Asia, and in front of me was Chris Hemsworth. And um, oh, I was, that's right, yeah. I was very well behaved earlier in the day. The first fight was at nine thirty, and then by ten thirty, I don't want to say what had changed, Woo! but I kept walking past, going, "Fucking get a Liam," because Woo! I just thought it'd be funny. And um, yeah, yeah, Chris, not impressed. That, he got you kicked got off. out. The Thor, what? God of Thunder. Was this 13 hours after the first fight? <laughs> no, this was, no this one was you a bit minutes the after the first fight. It was about 10 fights on the card. Right. We got blind. Oh, yeah. They're all over in about an hour. Woo! They last about fun. a minute each, don't they? Yeah. No, oh, it, it depends. There is something about hearing, well, seeing the punch is one thing, but hearing a punch, it just mm. reminds you to leave everyone alone. You don't know who is capable of putting one of oh, those across your fuck. teeth. Yeah, it's not pleasant. Yeah, that Fighting pop. sucks. Go, Ooh, no thanks. Yeah, it hurts. Hurts a lot. And yet here we are organising more of it. Um, Every weekend. Thanks, UFC. Must have, must have been a brilliant few minutes over there to warrant a return, a return trip to the City of Lights 
for Leroy. Hey, well, he lasted into the fourth round, so that's three five-minute rounds. That's 15 minutes, mm. and then he got a few minutes into that fourth. So I don't know. That's 18 minutes. I don't know what it takes for you to fly across the Pacific Ocean, but I reckon 18 minutes of high-quality entertainment, not including walkout, not including oh, yeah. other fights. Yeah. When you put it like that, yeah. Vegas itself, uh, pokies at oh, the airport. Cultural hotspot. Mm. Mate, that's from the minute you land. <laughs> As fights Concert. go in, in the real world, though, I've never really seen one more than 20 seconds long. Well, you just, just don't get that that often. Oh, in if real they get life. past that in real life, yeah, there's chairs and, and weaponry. Yeah. Like in a fight with just two blokes, no way. 20 seconds will pull everyone up. That's it. It's done. It's not just the back cardio of the- too. It's really hard to fight. Oh, yeah. It's not pleasant. There's nothing yeah. nice about it. Not for this I reckon boat. some coward punch victims just exhausted. They've just fallen down, run out of steam. Yeah. <laughs> Hard work, face down. punching the back of the head and knowing nothing about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Leroy, after this 18 minutes of joy, went on a bender for a few days afterwards, presumably to drown the sorrows. It's what they do best. You uh, know what? I reckon even if McGregor had won, same result. Oh, yeah. Always <laughs> is. That's the beauty of booze. It's got everything covered. All... <laughs> Human emotions. It's got a foot in the door, doesn't it? it it's a draw. Um, it was a well, wedding. Not one to jump it to. was a funeral. The fight was cancelled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was an earthquake. Yeah, for sure. Answered. <laughs> Every time. Same result. Never forget. What am I forgetting? Put beers in the fridge. Um, Mr. Booze. Mr. Booze. I am. Um, I'm not one to jump to conclusions, as you know, but maybe <laughs> maybe Leroy and his crew wanted to take in a bit of culture while they're there, get out and see some of Las Vegas's famous museums, such as Madame Tussauds. Uh, maybe maybe you wanted to check out the Cultural Corridor, visit some famous artworks, conveniently oh. all graf- graffiti. Hold on. You have missed the, the one of the biggest museums in the world, I assume. Oh. It's up there I think with I the know. British Museum. Are you the four floor mob museum? Yeah. With the courthouse where the, <laughs> the courthouse is where they were actually tried. Yeah, I went there. Yeah, they've yeah. got the wall from the Valentine's Day Massacre. I had a look. Yeah. Sorry. It's sorry a- for learning while holding a frozen <laughs> margarita. Sorry for trying to better myself <laughs> with a yard glass filled with hurricane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never too late to learn. <laughs> Oh, Probably pokies so, um, in there too. <laughs> yeah, every third exhibit's just a more chilly. <laughs> oh yeah, so there's a museum where they they open up the back of a more chilly, and you get to learn about perpetual motion. <laughs> Bring the kids in, have a look at this. Um, so it gets to October nine, right? Leroy's had his fill of fucking oh, Yeah, he's been there for a bit. Yeah, and he thinks oh, I'd better get back to Sydney. It is spring racing carnival after all, and there <laughs> are some up. racetrack. Oh, yeah. Sorry. To go from drinking in Vegas to going back to drink it at the spring racing carnival, that's like the fucking Irish stayers that they send. It's like this yeah. pig's been running two miles in the mud every day, and they send it out to Melbourne to win. Yeah, for sure. This guy is, yeah. Grubs. He's got the Don't underestimate in. a mongrel. Um, yeah, some racetrack slash cheap suit combo photos that need to be taken 
for Leroy's social media, of which there are plenty. Just down the road from my house, in fact, Royal Randwick. Randwick Racecourse, that's got to be easily the biggest attraction within walking distance of my joint. Never been there. Really? Well, they yeah. run the other way. It's like American toilets. I don't know what's going on. That's not the reason I'm fucking not going down there. Oh. I wouldn't know. What do we do here clockwise and you do anti? Yeah. What, see, as a horse, you can't really run in New South Wales and Victoria unless you're diverse enough to run both ways. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder. Maybe that's what the blinkers are for. Don't worry. We'll guide you. Wouldn't it build up one side of your body a bit more if you have to always turn the same way, a bit like sprinters in a a mountain athletics? Yeah. (laughs) One leg longer than the other. (laughs) So anyway, Leroy. After after watching your idol and mentor, Conor McGregor in Las Vegas, fighting, he's had a bit of a problem on the return leg. And unfortunately for us, it wasn't three hours in. No, this was five. One, two, three, four, five. Yes. Man, I, don't know, I don't know if you remember that <laughs> mumbo number five. When I first saw it, I oh. thought the bloke was in his 60s. This dude's like a 20-odd-year-old German bloke. Yeah. Look at him. Well. I think it's the hat. I didn't do any research. I just was so annoyed by it. And it's one of those things that I never consciously played, obviously, but I must have heard that a thousand times somewhere or other. Yeah. Not even yeah, in a disco. I wasn't going to them, but it was just... Sport anywhere, sports bars on TV. Any everyone used it, and it just. You, well, I know, you know, I know where you heard it, probably, um, because I just heard you on the Little Dum Dum Club oh, last we week, the comedy podcast, great podcast with uh, our mate Osher Gunsberg, mm. and he was talking about when he used to be at B one hundred five in Brisbane, you'd go yeah. around in the fucking uh, black thunder cars with him. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Wow. Oh, if I needed a lift somewhere, yeah, for sure. Never done that. Around. That's what you're always <laughs> accusing me of. But even worse <laughs> was that I heard he'd do overnights and you'd call in and together you two would do prank calls. Yeah. Well, more oh. me just requesting songs because no one was on there. We'd wait until like 10 to 6 in the morning and have like a have a skit prepared. Like uh, it wasn't exactly think, Guido Hats. It's not the <laughs> it's not the Chinese restaurant stuff you currently do on your. <laughs> Never radio done a prank call in my life. <laughs> I can't believe years I've cop shit off you. What are you going to do a prank call in the fucking Black Thunder? <laughs> and it turns out you've just only got those references from your own lived experience. <laughs> Man, if you were 18 and you had a mate who had a job and he had a Black Thunder at his disposable, you can't tell me you wouldn't be out hooning every every weekend Man, in that. I'm not saying I wouldn't. I'm saying I haven't and I didn't and you have <laughs> yeah. and did. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Two panel shows oh. in three weeks and a fucking Black Thunder doing voices for a prank call. Wow. Oh, I wasn't doing voices. Has- Don't worry about that. Oh, man. No way. I was Since just lockdown, talking as you've changed. I'm learning more and no. more information about you. It's probably going to come out you were Guido Hatzis. That's the ultimate. <laughs> Award-winning comedian Guido Hatzis. 
For um, those that don't know, no, YouTube Guido Hatsis. Have I said on here before? I went to High Point Shopping Centre with my dad when I was in year eight to get a Guido Hatsis CD off him at a oh, yeah, group, probably this, yeah. on a Saturday. Under uh, Sanity, yeah. sorry. And he called my dad a skippy poof. So makes you think, doesn't it? What did Jeff make of that? I can't remember. I probably asked you this. I think he just thought, why the fuck am I at High Point on a Saturday? You probably do. Like, you know, I'm out with my son sometimes Man. and just glaze over. Just let instinct take over. Fight. Get you home. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, in the 80s, if I went down to somewhere to get an autograph with my dad, which wouldn't happen in the first place, <laughs> but if it did for some reason... <laughs> It, it was and he got called a throwing. skimpy poof. He would ask me to wait skippy. in the fucking car. He'd be out in five minutes. <laughs> Not skimpy, skippy, skippy. Oh, sh- like oh skippy poof. All <laughs> oh, right, yeah. okay. Well, all the same. It's not the skippy part that would have warranted a punch in the fucking face, I don't think. Um, anyway, so Leroy, he's, he's taken two of the sleeping pills he bought in America mm. rather than the recommended one sleeping pill oh. he was supposed to take. And he'd, what he'd done was, this is an honest mistake, he'd run out of the regular ones on the trip, waiting until waiting until you're tired and then just falling asleep. That's for chumps like me, isn't it? That's gone. That's yeah. how fucking entitled humans have become. I want to go to sleep. You're tired? No. All right, we'll just take these, you know. You could just wait till you're tired, then go to sleep. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Not now. Yeah, or I want it now. Leroy's been in Vegas. Just keep drinking, mate. What do you just well, you keep drinking? Re- should be ready for a sleep, to be honest. Until you fall, yeah, you should be crawling onto that plane and dozing off yeah. until it lands in Australia. Anyway, d- despite the shop assistant saying, "Look, these really will knock you out," you probably bought them from an ice skating rink or wherever the Constitution states you should be allowed to buy fucking medicine in the brave land. Um, I do love looks it like scam though. You go into a Walgreens or whatever. It's like here's a pharmacy. And then there's yeah. there's more beer fridges than medicine. Oh yeah, you know, at the pharmacy. Hey, where do I get my arthritis medication? It's next to that uh, AR fifteen rack. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's great. The cause and the cure, they're all there. There's bullets and band aids on the same fucking shelf. <laughs> the one stop shop. Yeah, <laughs> he um he did get scammed though because they didn't work. Like he he took them and thought, oh, those two yeah. must have been faulty. So popped another two, um, oh. and this time they fucking worked for sure. The tablet. So he's had four. I mean, he's had four. Unisom was the tablet. I had a sticky beak into this clinically proven sleep aid, and the first question that pops up on the internet is, can Unisom be taken every night? Answer, no. Uh, moderate well. potential liver disease is a side effect. But it can be taken during pregnancy if you want. Many people say half a tablet is enough. Makes you think, doesn't it? Half Jesus. a tablet is enough. The mixed reviews are in. Uh, who, who are these people? They must not have been pregnant before. I've never been pregnant, but I've 
lived for a combined 18 months with a pregnant woman. Mm. And uh, in the later stages of that, they're really up and about. Nah, for another marathon, are you, Dal? Nah, it's fucking well, sleep time. Many of them. Many of them take it, and this is America, obviously. They take it for morning sickness. It's because it's an antihistamine as well. So, oh. something in Unison for everyone, it seems. Um, the one stop tablet. Well, what's happened when Leroy took four or potentially eight, if you take the advice, uh, times I, the recommended dose? Can I guess? It's a bit weird that you've actually brought him up because he's had four you sleeping tablets. So, yep. I assume he slept? No. Oh. Not. At all. It's had the reverse effect on a man of his oh, stature. No. Doesn't work on the patties. Um, what he has <laughs> it's done. It's a challenge. It's an affront is, to his insides. I'm not fucking. Well, you can cancel. <laughs> like I, it's the same with that still knock shit, isn't it? You can cancel it out with booze or something else, can't you? Just double negative yeah, it's, and then see yeah, what it's happens. It's called chemistry. Yeah. Am I a loose unit or am I doing experiments? It's up to you. Oh, it's an experiment. It's like anesthetics. You don't know what's going to fucking happen. Um, what he's well, done was. By the way, I just saw. I don't know. You probably saw because the guy was French, and you get their newspapers delivered to your house every day. Yes. Um, yep. You see that our baguette comes players, rolled up in the daily paper. <laughs> I saw a French soccer player this week, or someone that used to play for France. They said he's died um, after being in a coma, and I was like, oh. Shit, I'm on ESPN every day. I never saw this. Now, it turned out he'd been in a coma for 39 years. Wow. Just that's the sort of uh, that's the sort of treatment you can get. That's the sort of money you can make as a football player. Just keep your dead husband alive for 39 years. Pretty good. That's like a, that's a good run. Sort of Schumacher situation. Schumacher, that must be a must be 15 odd years now. Schumacher. No, that, no, not that long. I think eight or nine. Yeah, right. Is he, he's moved amount. a finger or something, hasn't he? What happened? I don't know. Blink twice. He'll be back. Blink twice for scratch my back or something. So it's still yeah. it's on. Um, what Leroy has done. Be annoying. Yeah. Annoying? I don't think you'd know much about it. You mean annoying for the wife? No, but if, he, if, he's, if he's blinking messages, I think my oh, nan, I think my mum's mum got, got locked in. Had one of those like ten months where you could hear everything, but you couldn't move. Oh, yeah, not on the operating table. You'd hope, like those stories you hear about people who get massive amounts of compensation, saying I felt the whole thing. Mm. Needed a few of those tablets, Leroy's tablets. Fucking hell! I'll tell you what, learn learn Morse code, everyone, because get you out a bit of bit of shit there. You're not just a yes no blinker. You want to have more in your arsenal. Uh, Leroy, not so much. He's What he did was put a blanket over his head and walked up to the galley like an entry-level Halloween ghost. And uh, he's he's approached the flight attendants while carrying a black unidentified object and said that his phone, passport and wallet had been stolen. Classic, uh-huh. someone else's fault. So not many people putting their hand up for anything really, is there? But especially when they've lost stuff because they're off their fucking heads. Mate, the, the one long-haul flight I took sober a few years ago went to London, and it's the first time I've ever been sober on a long-haul flight, so I was very relaxed and I didn't quadruple check everything and walked off and realised, fuck, my Kindle's in the seat back. 
turned yeah. around and immediately said, hey, my Kindle's on there. And they said, we'll send a cleaner to check. No, oh. it's not there. I go, fuck, I must have dropped it out of the window at some point. Liar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some cleaner's kid has got a present that Christmas <laughs> called Nick's first Kindle. That's, it's very disheartening because I've got one. And when I open it up, it says Luke's second Kindle. And I'm reminded of every time. <laughs> That it fucking smashed the first one. Fuck, you smashed it, Kindle. Well, not personally, but it got smashed, oh. yes. Um, I thought you bought maybe a scratch and sniff book on there and it didn't work. You got fuck this. <laughs> but punching it because I disagreed with some words I'd read. But anyway, so this is, it's not his fault, obviously. It's, it's the same as claiming someone spiked your drink as a bloke. You know, everyone, someone stole my wallet. And yeah, that is quite rare. I mean, you see someone having a Ralph in the morning after a massive night saying, oh, there's something wrong with that kebab, when in reality <laughs> the kebab saved their fucking life. It's like, oh, there's something do- dodgy kebab. Don't think so, mate. It was the 40 beers. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Leroy had another problem on top of losing his state. He said there were some gang members on the plane attacking him. So there you go. Unisom started <laughs> to do its job finally. <laughs> That's what the Irish call anxiety. Yeah, the, the buddy, the fucking brain gangs after me, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My brain's trying to bash me. <laughs> um, can't admit mental illness. <laughs> yeah, the 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 professional flight attendant said, "Look, let's get to the bottom of this. You fucking loser. We'll escort you back to your seat, and everything will be fine." So he repaid their kindness by shoving one of them in, into the other one. Then he jumped over seat 6B, stomping the passenger in 6C in the process. Then he attempted to storm the cockpit. 18 years too late, buddy. That was a pre-Y2K thing to do. Never forget. Um, Man, they're not. And has he still got the blanket over his head like a fucking budgie? (laughs) Nice. Nothing works, so he treated himself. I'll just cover the cage. You're going to sort of do in Irish jails. The cellmates are belting fuck out of each other. They just throw a blanket over the cell. They forget all about everything, go to sleep. No, it's, not, it's not even a cell. It's just an open open room in Dublin and everyone's got blankets on their head. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't know the, um, After this, the pilot was forced to initiate internal security protocol, which I assume involves getting on the phone and saying, get that fuckhead away from the door. He's about to break a fist. Um, they got him away from the door and put service carts on either side of the front galley so he couldn't get near the cockpit. And then the US air marshals got involved. The service carts have booze in them. Oh, yeah, you can wedge them sideways so you can't get the booze. Oh, so you no? can't get the booze. Oh, all right. I was going to say, that's not a great plan. I think that does- that's just going to help him get past, I reckon. That's a- oh, I think, like... I wouldn't be surprised if they're designed for to fit exactly there now, like service card exactly across ways, take everything off the top. I always wonder too in those, cheese and crackers. on those long-haul flights, you know, the flight attendants sleep in little, there's like a little bunk sort of dorm bunk situation up at a certain, you know, at a yeah. part of the plane. I wonder if any of them have knuckle dusters or nunchucks or something and the call comes in, go quick, get your weapons. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's exactly the sort of thing that you get taken off someone and used against them. Yeah. I've seen a lot of flight attendants. I don't know that many of them would have knuckle dusters. <laughs> it's a 
that's a fucking big move. <laughs> Maybe less knuckle that's dusters it. than fucking guns walking around the streets. I've seen an amount of jewelry on a flight attendant's hand that you go, that that could be knuckle dusters. You've got a lot of rings there. Mm. Well, they're clearly just shifting some fucking dodgy jewelry from Africa to America <laughs> or something. I've wondered about that too. You just get on somewhere, you know, looking like Mr. T. You know, what what of it? There's a million dollars of gold around my neck. Fuck off. I'm not claiming it. <laughs> um anyway, so they got him away. They've um he started swearing at them, which the Irish call talking, and uh he's hurled his ID at the passenger in seat eleven C for some reason. So I assume that was residing outside his wallet, which he'd lost or had been stolen from him. He just had his license somewhere else. Um, spread your belongings around your person. So the two marshals, they've overpowered him and chunked him in the seat between them, handcuffed Leroy to themselves and sat there with him until Sydney where he got dobbed on, obviously. <laughs> Double um, marshal on a flight. Four. Yeah, well, it's America. It's American flight. Um, yeah, that's true. Since he, well, it was DA, so Delta. I forgot to read out the flight number, that, beg your pardon. D- DL41, LAC. I know, I know what to look out for now, and that's two blokes with a middle seat in between them and neither of them drinking. Hold on. Yeah, and Don't they're very serious about their jobs, and they yeah. look straight ahead. <laughs> Nothing on the screen. <laughs> their hands might not be up at the forehead, but they're ready to do this salute. Look at their hands. <laughs> They'll be in the three-finger format. <laughs> Um, so the fallout from this, right, since Leroy had taken four times the recommended dose of sleeping pills, honestly, I think the pharmacist should be to blame here. The pills are too easy to pop out of the blister pack. Surely it's not the fault of the poor victim putting them down his fucking throat uh, against the medical advice. They they need to design boxes of, of pills that only dispense one per day, at least that oh, like way. Like a time release. Yeah. Mm like a cat food thing. These fucksticks have to plan well ahead for their stupidity, and that's something they don't generally do. Um, Leroy, he's ended up in Sydney's Downing Centre to uh, for behaving in an, in a, in an in offensive and disorderly manner on an aircraft, assaulting yeah. and threatening with violence you know, and as a intimidating kid, airline stuff. That's only one of a few places I've heard about in Sydney because I didn't go to Sydney until I was maybe 19 or 20. But I saw it on yeah. on the news. I just knew yep. that and Crow's Nest, where you send your videos for Australia's funniest home videos. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. I just knew Crow's Nest and the Downing Centre. Downing Centre. Do you say to your parents, Hey, Mum and Dad, can we go to the Downing Centre? One day, son, you'll get there. Don't worry about it. Is that a you tour? Can... Is that like a, a double decker bus tour? Can we see the Downing Centre and Crow's Nest? <laughs> um is uh, potentially these offences can carry a 10K fine and two years in the big house. But uh, Did you know this, right? I was, when I was looking at this, Peter Dutton, classic Queensland ex-cop and now immigration minister for the overseas listeners, just another top quality Australian politician, young liberal, failed federal candidate, cop, mm. rolled into a, rolled a Mazda 626 in a car chase one time, uh, Peter Dutton, as part of his cop capabilities so some say that's what got him out of the cops shit driver politician though now in charge of important stuff nearly made prime minister he oh, the master Peter, what hold on he he was a criminal or no. queensland had cop cars that were mazda 626s 
well, undercover cop car was whatever you get uh, your hands on, whatever's whatever's in the lot. They just recycle the stolen ones, I think. <laughs> um, he can Peter can deport people who've been in Australia for any amount of time. If you go to the pen, when you get out, Dutto wants you gone. If you're if you're a permanent resident instead of a citizen, see you later. Yeah, he sent so, he sent back people to New Zealand and. Yeah. I think I saw maybe someone in the UK. It was like 50-odd. He'd been here since he was four. It's like, you're going yeah, back. this bloke. It's, back to where yeah. he came from. Well, it, was, oh. it was an Irish bloke, go figure. Went to jail for two years, right? And he'd lived here yeah. for over 40 years. Got out of the clink after two years. And Dado said, see you, mate. Go back to where you fucking came from. Harsh but fair. Firmness with courtesy being the motto emblazoned on the Queensland Phil Seppalettes. So having said that, though, this is the bikey think that'd be a- gang member. You think that'd be yeah, but just send them first. Don't make Before. Mr. and Mrs. T payer pay for fucking the three squares a day and a comfortable bed, and then send, send them, them straight them off. to straight to Ireland where they don't even have to do prison. They get back and say, "What'd you do? <laughs> don't worry about it. It's nothing." Mid forties, <laughs> this bloke. They never lived in Ireland, so he got done for dealing meth. His um, I looked him up. His Facebook quote is. This putrid system is destroying families' lives. Gather he hasn't looked too far into the effects of meth, this guy. Um, <laughs> Maybe that's that the system he's talking about, his, yeah. his business plan. <laughs> Dado got rid of him. He was, only, he was only 46 years old, poor little fella. He'll have to find a new criminal gang in Ireland. Shouldn't be too hard. Um, <laughs> Leroy, though. does sound like a good... Like an HBO series, how that would start. Deported from Australia right. for dealing meth, flying yeah. to Dublin, can't help himself, fights just outside of Dublin. They land in Shannon, begins yeah. anew. <laughs> Do you reckon, I'd love to find someone who's just started a new life in Shannon, just on that chance. <laughs> it's so good. Um, Leroy had a lawyer, David Newham. And this made most of my fucking day disappear. I wish I'd never started on it. But uh, David Newham was a police prosecutor, put himself through law school, then at age 30 began on a quest to realise his childhood dream of being a Hollywood actor. So he did it. Uh, It was um, quite hard to find out because it's a fairly common name, David Newham, but it is him. Um, I got there in the end. Thanks to starnow.com.au. Yeah, back. Between that and Murderpedia, you've you're done. Oh, that's for, you could spend your life. Yeah. He let it slip on Star Now sorted. that his uh, email address was newhamlaw.com. So I thought, got him. Uh, <laughs> according to Star Now, the six internet feet and two internet inch tall David Newham. <laughs> Clocks in at 100 kilograms even. What are the odds of that? Uh, and it's available now for upcoming productions still. So, man, you know what that means? He's 5'7, 112. Yeah, no one's 100 even. It's never happened. <laughs> Doesn't work. On the dot. Yeah. Um, he was in a few films. He got picked up for a feature role right out of the paid courses in the middle of completing when he was 34. He uh, acted as Victor in horror thriller Isolated in 2006 mm. and then in Pandemic 2007. Oh, yeah. Both put a bit, 
Both could have been shot yesterday. Quite pertinent topics, aren't they? Got a bit of the pandemic trailer here. A pandemic is like a forest fire. We need to get a ring around it to slow it down. You can't defend turning LA into a hot zone. Just got a call from the corner. He's running out of space for the bodies. Yes. It's he doesn't feature in the trailer, but it's an Eric Roberts classic set in an imaginary world where disease specialist doctors look like Tiffany Amber Thiessen. So <laughs> quite prophetic. By the way, I don't know if that, that character that I saw in there, um, I believe he was in the he played a dodgy cop. I think that was him in uh the That's Dark Eric Roberts night. Was it? No. Maybe. Yeah, it's Julie uh-huh. Roberts' brother. A pandemic is like a forest fire. We need to get a ring around it to slow it down. You can't defend her. That bloke. Yeah, it's Eric is Roberts. It? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, he's in Batman, Dark Knight. He's been in a lot of films, yeah. He, um, Top, he's got Captain great, of the B team. Yeah, oh, and he's got the great combo of uh, like grey shirt, silver tie. Yeah. <laughs> Don't trust yes. me. He must be a baddie in this. <laughs> I assume he's a baddie. No oh. goodie wears that. Wow. Looks like they've raided the uh, groomsman wardrobe on whatever Hollywood <laughs> lot this is made on. Classic silver satin tie with a slightly off-colour shirt, preferably lavender. Um, I, was, I was searching for background on Leroy himself and was coming up empty a bit when I saw that an actual Leroy Highland from Ireland had had a bit part in an Irish criminal film so, you know, Irish film called Between the Canals from 2012, making Leroy about 17 at the time, quite plausible that he was a Dublin up-and-coming shitbag then. Also, on top of this, a bloke called Dan Highland had the lead role, so possibly Leroy is related. They do look after I, their brothers. I do love this bloke them. just doing the reverse method acting, like acting as a scumbag in a movie and then 10 years later doing it in real life. Yeah. This trailer, though, oh, sorry, not trailer, the opening of this movie, fucking great. Normally, I don't want to play a clip this long, but. Oh. Hello, is this the pigs, is it? Yes, this is the garden. Yeah, hell, I, I need a car down here, quick, mate. What's the emergency, sir? They're after shooting a baby in the head down here. A baby? Yeah, the fucking baby. They're after shooting it down here. What's your address there? Uh, Liberty House, bottom of the flats. Still alive, sir. What the fuck do you mean is he still alive? He's lying down on the ground there with blood poured out, everything's laying hole in his baby skull. So will you get a car down here, quick smart, before they blast me out with him? The cops rock up yeah. outside these council flats and they see that the baby is not a baby. It's been oh. shot in a bleeding head, but in fact, it's a doll and our mate has a little gift for them. Here we Happy go. Fucking Paddy's Day, you pig, when I fucking you. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and that that sound is on the toy forever. That's locked in. That is after one oh. play, this is in there forever. Happy fucking Paddy's Day, you pig, when I fucking you. That's a washing machine he threw off the edge there. Um, just in case there are listeners like my wife who for some reason has gotten to her age and just never heard uh, just drunk Paddy's yelling. I just grew up with a lot of them. 
Uh, he said, mm. happy St. Paddy's Day, you fucking pigs. Get that up here. You. <laughs> yes. <laughs> happy fucking Paddy's Day, you pig. What a fucking good you. Oh, sorry. You pig motherfucking cunts. You. <laughs> I mean, the film pretty much progresses from there. It's just a Dublin documentary <laughs> in the end. Um, I had to squeeze through but it, right? You- I flicked through. Have you seen that one, the 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 fighting about the the traveller families that punch on? No. Oh, I, I think it's know. from the late nineties or early two thousands, and it's these traveller families that just box in, they they just punch on on country roads, but yeah. they don't have the UFC Conor McGregor style press conference to talk shit. So they've got like an old camcorder that they'll record themselves talking shit in their in their caravan. Yeah. I'm coming to get they, you, you fucking dog. And then they send the VHS off and then the family receives it in the mail, puts it in their thing, goes, you're right. fuck. Get me the camcorder. Yeah. Sick. I've got a response. And how good that it's yep. gone from that, right? It's gone from that that level of shitty trash talk, having to send it to each other back and forth. And now look how far we've All come. All out of Vegas. You know, it's you in the bushes, bro. Great blokes, all of them. I um, I flicked through this film right until I came across a bunch of teenagers, and there's a character yeah. called Leroy Fagan, played yeah. by Leroy Highland. So it could be him. Hard to know. I did a manual facial comparison, but it's difficult to tell with an Irish boy to Irish man. They could easily turn into something completely different within half a decade. You don't know. Yeah. Um, Again, a pint so, across luckily, the noggin. Yeah, can change things. Oh, only one of them can alter and you Australian forever. Sun. Facial recognition won't get you. If it, yeah, he's been in the Australian sun for a bit. Ooh. Yes. They're not built for it. Neither are we. Um, <laughs> luckily, Leroy has had none other than ex-Hollywood actor in his corner, though, David Newham. He's, he's no Jean-Claude Van Damme, but he'll still know what to do in a crisis, this guy. And he did. He, um, David has told the court... Downing Centre Court that that Leroy was full of regret and had done some soul searching. I assume he did the latter while staring out to sea in any of the famed clifftop walk locations right near his house. I would think with soft emotional piano music accompaniment, like you hear on a current affair when a lonely widow has been fleeced by one of Nigeria's online princes. Makes you think, doesn't it? Same sort of shit. That's soul searching, everyone. Do it. Do it to get yourself out of trouble. Uh, uh, soul searching again, just over a few pints with his mates going, you better have a good fucking excuse. Yeah. He says, that's a judge. I got on star now. I got myself a lawyer. Yeah. That's a. <laughs> Imagine looking for work for yourself and a lawyer in the same internet search. Pretty good. Um, that's like a judge's ruffle of the hair, mate. Go off and do some soul searching, will you? Soul searching did the job because. Two community corrections orders of five years total, uh, 550 hours of community service and $4,000 in fines. 550 hours, that's a fair bit in community service, but better than the clink for your record. I assume you avoided doing hard time because of all the soul searching. God bless everybody. Stay safe. It's a couple, Take care of a yourselves. A couple of months there of bloody, <laughs> a couple of oh, months yeah. of scrubbing your graffiti off. Yes. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All, all the heggy tags with a tip rat drawn at the end. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, 
That brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Thanks for listening and thanks for all your support. If you want to get bonus episodes, get on patreon.com slash midflightbrawl. Keeps the lights on, helps us get this gear. And uh, if you're seeing in the video on Patreon, you'll see Heggy is indeed in the actual home office of one Lance Armstrong. So oh, yeah. you can't do that I'm in Lance's, your help. I'm in Lance's trophy room at the moment if anyone wants to. Take a look at my uh, seven tour jerseys behind me there. Can't take them off me. (laughs) Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. See you, mate. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.